Broadcasting live from the blast zone on the plain of Dominaria, littered with the rusting, hulking corpses of many automatons. It's Tap Tap Concede. Hello and welcome. We are doing a very fun and special Tap Tap Concede today. It's a crack a pack So it's very exciting. <laughs> Extravagansomed. <laughs> Now I've lost my focus, which is something I usually do. But I did it slightly earlier than normal. Welcome, I'm Kathleen, and joining us is James on the board. Woo! Cameron beside me. Huh? And Wheeler. Thank you for having me. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no, I Your patter. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh. I was I was just thinking how James didn't even look up or turn to the mic to go woo. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Kathleen. It's great to woo here. <laughs> Uh, if so, we are recording this a little bit ahead of time because if you are listening to this, we are currently involved in something called Desert Bus for Hope. So go check out over on Twitch, TwitchTV.com/DesertBus, to see what mayhem is being up to over there. And so, in order to do that, we're going to do just a fun, casual thing. But before we get into it. This fun casual thing is sponsored by CardKingdom.com. They are a veritable kingdom of cards. They are a constitutional monarchy of cards. They are um, a, a, a rural fiefdom of cards. <laughs> How else do I say? Uh, the, uh, they, they are off in the card marches. Oh, yes. Possibly. Yeah. The card marches or the, 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 the card marshes. Possibly par card marshes. Yeah, depends on which side you ask. Hmm. But it doesn't matter which side you're on, uh, Yosha or Falaji. Uh, you can say, Card Kingdom sent me button, please. And they'll send you a button, which currently, unless this is wrong by the time this goes to air, says, if I live, I have lethal. Uh, and as with everything that we do, this program is also brought to you by you and our kind and, and your kind and generous support of our Patreon. We literally could not do this without you. Thank you so much. We really, really, really appreciate it. Uh, it's important to uh, everybody eating and paying their bills. So thanks. And uh, if you want to show your thanks and appreciation, why not head down to that YouTube comment section and bongle the dongle and uh, let us know. Yeah, there's the, the there's the dongle bongling. <laughs> that's the, the twist. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's an advanced bongle dongle technique. Oh, I've been bongling dongles for many a decade. <laughs> you know, I always found the twist overrated, but. You know, however you want to bongle a dongle. Yeah. We're not here to judge. No. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're just here. Just to... get in there with a knuckle. Yeah, yeah, if if that's what brings you joy. <laughs> if that if that floats your boat, if that smacks your yak, go for it. <laughs> Please leave my yak unsmacked. So and that I, boat don't float here. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was in high school I heard the term whatever floats your boat for the first time. So I went, Well that doesn't I mean I feel like that phrase could be improved somewhat. So I think seventeen year old Kathleen improved well whatever smacks your yak hmm. thinking it sounded a little bit dirtier and you know what still holds up good job me it's a good one and speaking of things that still hold up we have some old magic sets we're gonna crack three packs today but the first pack we're gonna crack because we're on a bro kick is in fact a, a pack of brothers war uh so this was uh sent to us by wizards of the coast for the pre-pre-release we just did wizards thank you wizards of the, of the coast wizards of the coast we got uh some everything comes with punch out plus one plus one token uh or prototype counters which is super handy but we're gonna go through in 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 common order i haven't looked at the rare but our first card is penragon strong bull which is a two three minotaur for three and it says sacrifice an artifact uh penragon strong bull gets plus one plus one until end of turn and deals one damage to each opponent so that's pretty good you can tap a bunch of power stones and then sack them, right? I had no idea this card existed. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wait, what? Yeah. So this card is in the set because there's an Urzi, there's an early argument in the book between Urza and Mishra when they're living with Takasia out in the desert, where they're talking about what kind of um, what kind of um, 
people the Thran were because they never find any Thran bodies. Mm-hmm. But when they were kids, back when they you know were children, they'd seen uh, a, um, a, a strongman Minotaur act essentially. And so young Mishra, like child Mishra, is like, I mean, we don't know the Thran aren't people. They could be bulls. They could be Minotaurs. And Urza's like, oh, you just love Minotaurs because you saw the thing. So anyhow, that's why that's card. This that's why there's just a random Minotaur in this set. That's very cute. That's great. Ooh. Speaking of speaking of things that are cute, Tonos's tinkering. This is a instant for three and a green that says put two plus one plus one counters on target artifact, creature, or land you control. Untap that permanent. If it isn't a creature, it becomes a zero zero creature in addition to its other types. While his master tried to surpass nature, Tonos aimed to capture its beauty. Was Tonos a good guy? Yes, Tano yeah, and Tano's well. Tano's was a really gifted toy maker that apprenticed right. to Urza. Right. Uh, so like, there's actually a card in here. I believe he's Tano's the toy maker because yeah. that's what he used to do. Oh right, and he copies birds, birds, and, birds and beasts. Birds, yeah, yeah. But he's uh, just wanted to make cool animal automatons. Event, you know, in the beginning. Is this card good? Uh. It's interesting because this is just a, it's a green card that animates artifacts. And it's an instant? Yeah. I think it's potentially a bit too pricey. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I haven't, haven't played the set at this point. Well, I haven't played the draft environment. Spoiler alert. Um, but I don't know. I could see animating an Icar Wellspring. Ooh. Yeah. Trading with something. Yeah. Drawing card. Seems good. Other things that possibly may or may not be good in draft because we haven't played it yet because uh, it's November 5th. Uh, <laughs> it's Dredging Claw, which is an equipment artifact. Mm. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus O oh, and has menace. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield from your graveyard, you may attach Dredging Claw to it. So like it dredges up these unearthed creatures, which is kind of fun. But it also has equipped for one and a black. I, I mean, feel like this is good if I have unearthed creatures. Yeah. Yeah, I think letting your unearthed creatures actually punch through with their last life is yeah. probably useful. Menace is pretty underrated. Like, it's kind of a brutal ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One it's, menace creature, it's hard to deal with. Two menace creatures, impossible. Yeah. Well, unlike you uh, uh, reanimate your big bomb, it's going away at the end. You don't have to pay to equip. It gets menace, so maybe you get to punch in or take out two things on the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Se- seems good if you have a lot of unearth, I think. Uh, our next card is Aeronaut Cavalry, which is a 3-4 human soldier for four and a white with flying. White is the color of flying. When Aeronaut caval- Cavalry enters the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one counter on another target soldier you control. Uh, I ran this for five mana flying 3-4. It's honestly not that bad, and the counter is kind of gravy yeah that's a big butt for a flyer mm-hmm. just blocks everything and attacks pretty reasonably yeah and there's a there's a removal spell at common that deals three damage to a tapped creature um and so the fact that my five mana flyer doesn't just die to like the common white removal spell is pretty appealing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah seems good how about third path savant it's two and a blue for a two three human wizard and a very simple card seven draw two cards which i believe you said in the uh pack opening video that says a lot about this format yes yeah this is a (laughs) statement about the format um also this seems to turn on all of the blue black creatures that care about when you draw your second card every turn Mm -hmm. um this this will do it in your turn it will do it in your opponent's turn God, look how clean that text box is. Mm-hmm. Wow. Draw two cards, seven mana. Seven mana, draw two cards. Yeah. And look at all that room for flavor text. Mm-hmm. Tell, tells you what's going on as Mishra's army bore down on Tercia City, which is where the third path is headquartered and where they do eventually get wiped out by Mishra. Corlo uh, felt his focus, his patience, and his willpower twined together. With a deep breath, he plucked answers from the air sort of even explains what's going on in the card. Oh, speaking speaking of uh, uh, Mishra, our next card is Mishra's Onslaught, which is uh, an instant for three and a red. Choose one. Create two 
one one colorless soldier artifact creature tokens or creatures you control get plus two plus oh until end of turn and this is uh this is um a sort of a pair with the card uh urza's you had uh yeah urza's rebuff urza's rebuff yeah i think um which is a cancel or a tap two yeah um so yeah having a a, a, a trumpet blast or a uh Krenko's command yeah, the flexibility is worth it. I, it feels a little overcosted. Yeah, I I was looking at this. I'm like four mana, but soldiers and artifacts yes. like that check, t- checks off two boxes. And so, like, there's a um, join the ranks is a card I always think of from like World Wake, where it's like a four mana instant and it makes two one one um, human soldier allies. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just soldier allies, but the point is that making two allies in that, you know, when you have a, yes. a form with allies was huge. Like it was like four mana and I only get two things, but it's like, well, it, think it's of all the relevant. things that you, yeah, exactly. So it'll synergize. And that one, the Mishra's Onslaught has that, but it's also flexible. So I, I could see myself playing one of these as like a 23rd card or 22nd card, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will. I do like that the flavor text because it's Mishra's onslaught where he's like, "Ha, Urza has underestimated my strength yet again, Mishra." <laughs> and then uh, the other one says, "Ugh, my brother's uh, maneuvers are brash and impulsive, yeah. Urza. Mm-hmm. As usual, my brother's maneuvers are brash and impulsive." I wrote that flavor text, and I wrote a earlier version of this one, but it got adjusted a little bit by the editor, which is something that happens all the time mm-hmm. uh, on the Mishra's onslaught. But I just like it's funny that they're actively fighting each other. Because that's what they do. Power plant worker is a four 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 five artifact creature assembly worker. That's not a type line we've seen recently. Uh, mm-hmm. It says three power plant worker gets plus two plus two until end of turn. But if you control workers named mine worker and tower worker, put two plus one plus one counters on power plant worker instead. Activate only once each turn. Cute. I love these little guys. I'm not sure how good they are. But um, I don't know. They remind me of the modules from Kaladesh. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously they're 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 a direct reference to the Ursatron lands. Yeah. Um, but they they remind me in function of the the modules from Kaladesh. Um, decoction module. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget the others. Mainly only remember decoction module because of my nickname for it. Animation but, module. Right. And fabric. No, Fab- is it fabrication module? I don't think it mm-hmm. fabricates the mechanic. Surely it's not fabrication module. I don't remember. Ooh, oh, it is fabrication. Okay, Doki. Um, yeah, this the the power plant worker and the whole cycle. They're very aspirational. Mm-hmm. Like it's just fun to be like, oh my god, what happens if I get out my Tron? And then Tron is just like three little yeah, cute... three little robots. Yeah, but they all work together, right? Mm-hmm. Like one of them adds mana. One of them scrubs a tower. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't remember what the card does, but the card he's like it's a one three with reach, and I think it um it doesn't make mana. One of them makes mana. One of them gets bigger, and one of them the the mine worker at gains life. Yes, and gains the tower life. the tower, tower worker, worker adds, adds the mana, mana. right? Because the the Mish, or sorry the Urza's tower adds three. Yes, right. Yeah, that guy's getting in there though. Oh yeah, that's squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. Takes pride in his work. Yeah. Those those are Mishra's gleaming white towers aren't gonna gleaming and white themselves. Our next card is one black mana, Ashnod's intervention. Hmm. So this card shows because it's a story spotlight. I will explain what's going on. Who's that? That's Tanos. Tanos eventually gets captured by Mishra's side, and Ashnod, in you know the beginning of a face turn, sets him free and uh, says, "Look." stuff's bad here. The Gixians are taken over and I don't think Mishra is in his right mind anymore. So Ashnod eventually gets exiled for um, for setting Tanos free and stuff like that because she gives him, what she's handing off to him is like some sort of like little like power stone that she hid in a thing and they can't like directly prove that she was responsible for it but they're pretty sure that she was responsible for it so she gets exiled and she's saying, listen Duck because that's his nickname in the book because she calls him Duck. But Gix is everywhere, playing every side. Mishra won't listen, but perhaps Urza will, which is sort of like what's what gets things moving. Hmm. 
And it says, the actual card says, until end of turn, target creature gets plus two, plus oh, and gains when this creature dies or is put into exile from the battlefield, return it to its owner's hand. Was Tonos okay? Yeah, Tonos, Tonos <laughs> no. is fine. Tonos escapes. Tonos, they all eventually end up on Argoth, where uh, Ashnod gives Tonos the Silex, which he gives to Urza. And uh, Tonos uh, rides out what happens by he climbs into the stasis coffin, which uh, Wheeler got. <sighs> Uh, as his uh, pre-release promo <laughs> card. but So what they thought that Mishra was like kind of like messed up, so they built the stasis coffin. Like, Tano's built the stasis coffin to imprison Mishra in it so they could try to fix him or like mm. unphyrexianize him because he didn't necessarily... He figured that Urza didn't actually really want to kill his brother. Um, and uh, so uh, that didn't happen. So what happened... So. You know, when the Silex blast went off, that was the only thing around. And Mish- or Tonos was like, all right, I'm climbing in here and shut the lid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it worked. Hmm. So there you go. Uh, Tonos built it to be absolutely impe- impermeable to any force inside. Luckily, it worked for any force outside as well, which is a somewhat joking way of explaining that. <laughs> but yes. I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am not going to be, I, look, I'm proud of my work. Yeah. This was really hard. It was a lot of research and reading. I know so much about magic lore and story right now because I never played with these cards in the first place. So mm-hmm. I had to go back and, you know, build up a knowledge deficit to be able to, like, they had, like, the they had the person who was working on, like, the, the, sto- the magic story was on this creative text team. Mm-hmm. And, like, a bunch of other people have done a lot more creative text than me. This is my second creative text set. And including Jay Anelli, who's, like, one of, like, the wizard's lore keepers for this era. So, mm-hmm. like, I was like, all right, I really got to do my research if yeah. I'm going to compete yeah. here. I mean, people can and are proud of doing stuff like getting all their laundry done and put away. So I think you can be proud about doing a thing that's this extremely cool and also a thing that not everybody gets to do. Yeah. Yeah. Go off, queen. Yay. Please do. Yay. Uh, all right. Next card. Epic confrontation. No, let's fight. Uh- yeah. <laughs> And one in a green for a sorcery. Target creature you control gets plus one, plus two until end of turn. It fights target creature you don't control. I like those kind of cards, especially if, like, I I don't mind a fight card in green, and I love it when I get a boost to power and toughness. Yeah. I want to win a fight. Um, uh, next card, Aeronaut's Wings. Two mana equipment. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus O, and has flying. Equip two. Volunteers rarely questioned why the Airborne Battalion always seemed to be recruiting. (laughs) It, at, the, at the PPR, I believe you have this in your pool and we're uh, considering signing yeah. it in. You gotta lean over and show, I'm like, what do you got going on there? Mm-hmm. You show me and I'm just like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. I've never, I, I've never I haven't seen, even yeah. seen this card before. But, but uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 the skies are kind of important in this limited environment. Did Kite Sail, Kite Sail cost one to equip or two? Is this just kite sail? Like, you know, thematic kite sail. Lore relevant kite sail. Hmm. Where's kite sail one? For people at home that are wondering why I keep saying kite sail over and over again, there's an equipment called kite sail from World Wake, I think, originally. It's like a two mana artifact. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus zero, and has flying. It's on screen right now, and it had equipped two. This card was underrated. Kite sailing is a way of life, and without practice, the end of it. That's great flavor text. That's good flavor text. Yeah. So it's basically, it is thematic kite sail. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, th- kite sail was pretty good in World Wake. I mean, it, it just, it was one of those cards where you're like, well, I really don't know if I can push through opposing, like, against my opponent that might also have a board of three threes and four fours. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Time to go to the skies. I I, I I think this card, like, obviously I don't think this is, like, first pickable, but I think this is a very decent pickup if you've got lots of big, like, dumb ground dudes. Yeah. yeah. If you need one of these in a draft, you could probably grab one, yeah. you know? It's like, and again, it's a 23rd card, 22nd yeah, yeah. card, but it, mm-hmm. you need those role players. Yeah, I, I think it could have a spot. Ooh, but speaking of a very good card, which I really like... Uh, I had this in my pool. Sarenth Steel Seeker. It is a human artificer scout for one and a green. Whenever an artifact enters the battlefield under your control, look at the top card of your library. If it's a land card, you may reveal it and put it to your hand. If you don't put the if you don't 
put the card into your hand, you may put it into your graveyard. That's super, super useful mm -hmm. on a turn where you could be getting like two, three artifacts coming in. Yeah. Like yeah. every, there's a lot of incidental make an artifact creature soldier token in yeah. this deck, in this set. Uh, playing this alongside third path uh, iconoclast. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah, this uh, this card is really good. Um, like th there's easily a world where this card was like, look at the top card of your library. If it's a land, you know, where it didn't actually like draw the card for you. There were there was a card like uh, this in green mm -hmm. from back in the day where it hadn't like an activated ability. Dryad Green Finder, I think. Mm -hmm. It's like a two mana one two or a one three that tapped to do this ability effectively, and that card was great. Dryad Green Seeker. Yeah, I think it was Green Seeker. Yeah. this is this is definitely but like this is just a ramped up version. It's yeah. it's nuts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, this card was great. Yeah, but yeah, this card was good, but like that card, like you couldn't be like for that. It's like I don't want this at all. Get in the bin. Yeah, so yeah. good, especially with Unearth. Oh, wow. yeah, actually. That's like drawing it next turn. Mm -hmm. All right, our next card is Yoshin Dissident, which is a green-white human artificer. Whenever an artifact enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature you control. This card seems really good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I joined this war to protect my homeland, not to destroy someone else's. Is there a dissident, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I'll just wait till James gets that up on the screen so we can see that. This is like the perfect example of a card where if it was not green white, it would be abs like absurdly absurd. Like if it was in uh, if it were in colors where you could pump out many artifacts in a single turn, like mm. you know blue or like if it was a blue green card or a blue white card. Um but the fact that it is green white cards that are a color combo that's like traditionally not very artifact heavy, mm -hmm. kind of reels it in, but still keeps it extremely powerful. Target creature is wild. Mm -hmm. Yes. You can do this at instant speed. Yeah. Yeah. I, this well, card seems very good. All of the multicolored cards seem to really reward you for going into multicolored. Yeah. Like they're all yeah. really powerful. Um, speaking of excited uh so previously i've said i'm not really sure how good like just one for one spot removal goes to the graveyard is in this set with everything there's also this card no one left behind four and a black sorcery this card costs three less to cast if it targets a creature card with mana value three or less return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield so this could be two to get a small but powerful thing back mm -hmm. that seems really good and it's yeah flavor text dying for the cause is overrated i believe mm. i i agree yep yeah ooh so this our rare is tyrant of care ridges ooh. oh which is four red red for a dragon uh when tyrant of and with flying when tyrant of care ridges enters the battlefield it deals four damage to any target and it has fire breathing one for uh, one red, Tyrant of Carriages gets plus one, plus oh until end of turn. In war, dragons don't see sides, just side oh dishes. God, oh my god. Do you know who wrote that one? Uh, I wrote the original version, but it was too long for the card as indicated, so it was cut, sort of cut down mm -hmm. uh, by the by Fox, the editor. I think my original version is more like uh, uh, the the dragons of the of the carriages didn't see an Urza's side or a Mishra's right. side. They just saw side. like so, <laughs> no side dishes is Fox's thing. I don't oh. remember exactly what I wrote there. Mm. But it was like very. I think they just. Uh, I think they just. I think mine might have been. They they didn't see Urza's side or Mishra's side. They saw a buffet. I think yeah, of mine. Yeah. Right. So this is the same idea but shorter, which yeah. is what an editor does. Hmm. Uh, seems decent. What if I'm my, not sure it's going to replace Glory Seeker, but what if my dragon killed something when it came into play, or like, killed you when it came into any play? target? Yeah, any oh target. my god! Yeah. What if it blew up your planeswalker? Huh. That seems oh, that'd pretty be good. a shame. That would be a shame. All right, we got something from our uh, from our powerful, cool old cards. It is uh, a card that I believe is quite good in modern. It's Springleaf Drum. Oh yeah. yeah! Tap an untapped creature you control. Add one mana of any color. The music is in the drum. I simply coax <clears throat> it out to be heard. That seems good. Yeah. 
Is there any way that we can get the Lorwyn Springleaf drum on the screen? Um, yeah, there we go. I this card is is underrated. Like like you're it very powerful and modern, but people undervalue you know having perfect mana for the rest of the game <laughs> attached to a cheap artifact. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I just love after trying mud skippers for an afternoon, Scratch decided that Crick Carp made the best noise. This has got a stupid little goblin yeah. slamming fish against drums. It's very oh. Monty Python. Uh, yeah. I so I I realized that like as a setting, I feel like Lauren has slightly been depreciated by Eldraine because Lorwyn is like sort of like English, your Western European tradition of like goblins and boggarts and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and Eldraine is fairy tale land, which is very similar. But I feel like Lorwyn is weirder, grosser, mm-hmm. less, and there's no humans on Lorwyn, so you could get it. So Lorwyn is the mayhem plane, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah, I, I, not to completely derail to a Lorwyn podcast, but I could talk about the set for a hot minute about like it. I. The fact that there aren't humans and mm. there's still, you know, you still get a snapshot of like the, the societies in there and, you know, the elves and the goblins and the mer- marrow and whatnot. But um, the little, you know, just the snapshots of like, why is this goblin banging these drum with fish? It's like, because <laughs> that's what they do. Yeah. It's like, like, great. Thanks. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, very cute, whimsical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a plate of whimsy. I have yeah. I obviously I have no idea what's coming down the pipe for anything like that. But if if you could do a return to Lorwyn, which has been requested of the people at Wizards many times, because many people like Lorwyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I didn't play that so when it comes out, but I just like the flavor of it because I like the idea of chaotic goblins. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. Um, <laughs> I I would uh, I would like to write flavor text for it, but I think. I think the storyline should be I think it should be not like oh my god multiverse spanning drama I think there should be some sort of mayhem which is happening confined strictly to Lorwyn and I think Teo should show up I think he would be the one human on Lorwyn Mm -hmm. who's just like like behind his walls the entire time oh my god no stay over there please yeah can't can't we all just get along oh I'm being uh, uh, I'm being flaming poos are being thrown (laughs) at my head yeah probably seems like a good planeswalker that just by default is like all i do is put up these walls i am not a threat please yeah. like i'm not here you know he i just uh, literally having his ankles attacked yeah. so funny teo's bogus journey <laughs> <laughs> ah so what would we take out of this pack are we taking just we're we going to straight for tyrant of care ridges i think tyrant of care ridges is pretty good it's hard to argue with a rare dragon yeah you know? Uh, it kind of warps the decision. I feel. It, yeah. yeah, it's good. It's a good card. Um, I mean, all of the cards are. There's a lot of good cards in this pack. This seems mm-hmm. like a powerful set. I feel like I would maybe be tempted if the tyrant was gone by the Sarenth Steel Seeker or the Yoshin Dissident. But sort of, you're committing yourself to multicolored at that point, and I don't know if I want to. It feel. Yeah. It feels like the kind of thing where if I've gotten lost in the sauce on this format, I could see like massive brain wheeler being like the correct pick is spring leaf Leaf drum yeah 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 like i mean it might be yeah it's it's i i think it's probably take dragon and be like i could have had a spring leaf drum deck (laughs) could have used the ocean dissident ah well that's that that's our pick we've got two more cracker packs uh would you guys uh like to open dissension or kaladesh first what do you want you want Kaladesh? Kaladesh? I, I kind of like Kaladesh. All right. Uh, it's been a it's been a hot minute. Well, this um, speaking of hot minute, this pack was given us to given to us by Renee at Pax Australia, which we have not been to in several years because there's been a pandini. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Mamma Mia! Mamma Mia! So thank you, Renee. Sorry it took so long to crack this pack. I uh, I, I hope you get to enjoy it now. Our first card, Spireside Infiltrator, is a human rogue for two and a red. It's a 3-2. Whenever it becomes tapped, it deals one damage to each opponent. Hmm. God, look at that. Good art. crew. Oh, right. Crewing. Crew. Crewing was in this set, right? This yep. was the every vehicles and stuff. The introduction of vehicles. Yes. This is like very this is yeah this is like sort of like sort of steampunky but not like less on the 
punk and steam and more on just the fight the power. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. Energy punk. Yeah, energy punk, I guess. Um, our next uh, card is Tassel Dromedary, an 04 for 1 <laughs> with a lot of flavor text. There's no dress code for the Inventor's Fair, but you'll be hard-pressed to find anyone or anything not done up in their finest. It's a camel, right? It's a camel. Yeah. It's, well, it's a dromedary. dromedary. But yeah, it's just a big... It's an 04 for 1. They don't make cards like that anymore. <laughs> Too much room for flavor text. <laughs> Wow, Ether theorist. Color shifted Kraken. That's right. really good art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was Kaladesh, I mean, I know Kaladesh has a lot of good art, but this, wow, look at those colors. That's a, it was a, it's a, Kaladesh I love as a plane because it's beautiful and colorful mm-hmm. and fun. It's like the opposite of Innistrad where everybody's like, oh, it rains all the time and I eat mud, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Kaladesh, <laughs> it's like, you know, they've invented coffee mm-hmm. on Ravnica. Like, like um canonically it's mm-hmm. in the lore book but i feel like in kaladesh they've invented several different kinds of coffee that you can argue about which is best yeah, yeah. uh speaking of crafting rich theories it's aether theorist so one three for one and a blue uh vidalkin rogue when an aether theorist theorist enters the battlefield you get three energy and then pay tap and pay one energy to scry one. Oh, i love this guy mm-hmm. God, I love energy. Mm-hmm. Problematic mechanic, but I really like it for limited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very fun to play. Reckless Fireweaver is a 1-3 for 1 and a red. Whenever an artifact enters the battlefield under your control, Reckless Fireweaver deals 1 damage to each opponent. Yep. <laughs> Commander, Another great card. Commander All-Star. Yep. Mind Rot. Target player discards 2 cards. It yeah, sure is. Uh, for 2 and a black. Yep, that, yep. that's a card. Thriving Rhino. The Thrino. I remember this card. Oh, yeah. Two and a green for a 2-3. When Thriving Rhino enters the battlefield, you get two energy counters. Whenever Thriving Rhino attacks, you may pay energy energy. If you do, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. Yeah, these guys. So good. Mm-hmm. As unpredictable as Aether and just as hard to contain. One of the best commons in the set. Yep. Yep. The yeah. Thrino. Like that's that I think that was like serious like by the by the time we all figured out the set, this could be a serious like first pick card. Like or like second pick or something that's like oh there's a Thrino great better, they're all it's better than a lot of the rares there are a lot of rares that are just kind of like sideboard cards yeah yep. oh this is for vintage yeah yeah ooh uh, accomplished automaton seven mana five seven fabricate one when this creature enters the battlefield put a plus one plus one counter on it or create a one one <laughs> colorless servo artifact creature token don't talk to me or my son ever again. Flavor text. Was it just lonely or is it some sort of or, or some sort of evolution inevitable? So cute. Yeah. I I feel that this is flavor text that implies that people look at this and go, I can't think about this right now. I don't have time <laughs> to think about the ethical or uh possibly extinction level implications of what just happened. Speaking of extinction level implications of what just happened, it's Tezzeret's ambition. Remember when all things started going wrong multiverse-wise when he showed up on this plane? Three blue-blue, draw three cards. If you control no artifacts, discard a card. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. One of those. Ooh, I remember remember this card. Metal Spinner's Puzzle Knot. I love Mm. these. I love the Puzzle Knots, actually. When Metal Spinner's Puzzle Knot enters the battlefield, you draw a card and you lose one life. And you can sacrifice it for two and a black. You draw a card and you lose one life. Love these. I love the Puzzle Knots. They made me so happy. I, I mean, I, I preferred Glass Blowers and what was the green one called? Woodweavers. Woodweavers. Um, but those kind of, I played a lot of those in the deck with the, uh, the blue gr- red. Uh, uncommon that made thopters for energy oh uh uh stop that typing james whirler rogue Rogue. yes yeah yeah, whirler rogue i that was my favorite draft deck ever whirler virtuoso no i got rogue refiner and whirler virtuoso no um oh it was my favorite draft deck ever i love tentative flaps Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a it flavor text tentative flaps. no no mana costs above three yeah. or four uh four was the counter spell where you could bounce a um an artifact to your hand 
Mm-hmm. So you got your puzzle knot back and blanked something. Mm. Oh, made me happy. So if you're so happy, if you're only listening to the podcast, I will read Whirler Virtuoso is one blue red for a two three. When it enters the battlefield, get three energy. You can pay three energy to create a one one colorless Thopter artifact creature token with flying flavor text. The first tentative flaps are like a song to his soul. So happy. Doing good work. Um, Our next card is Pima Outrider, which is a three three for two and two green. Elf Artificer, Trample, Fabricate One. So you either get a plus one, plus one counter or a servo artifact. This card was also very good. That was really common. good. Our first uncommon, Imperial Voyager. It's a 2-3 for one green-blue, Vidalcan Scout, Flying Trample. Whenever <laughs> Imperial Voyager <laughs> deals combat damage to a player, you get that many energy counters. Yeah, doing the Luigi out the side of <laughs> yeah. the, the car as he... Yeah. Yeah. As he sails past, this also went into that that um, uh, uh, Whirler Virtuoso deck. Mm-hmm. Get energy. Yep. Inventor's Apprentice is a is um, a one two human artificer for just a single red. Inventor's Apprentice gets plus one plus one as long as you control an artifact. Nerd ape. Nerd ape. Minister of Inquir- of Inquiries. That is, shoot, uh, Minister of Inquiries. It is one blue for a one-two Vidalcan advisor. When it enters the battlefield, you get energy, energy, and you can pay and tap and pay an energy to tar- for target player puts the top three cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. I don't re- recall doing that that often. I play this card a lot in uh, Constructed mm-hmm. for the God Pharaoh's Gift deck. You just mill yourself a bunch and then oh. reanimate the God Pharaoh's gift and then get an angel of invention. Mm. Good magic. And our rare Cultivator's Caravan. Uh, five, five for three. Add one mana of any color to your mana pool or crew three. Yeah, this thing beat face. I remember this like lumbering in quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Veggie wagon. Uh, what do we want to pick from this set? Do we just take the veggie wagon? I think I take, I, I think I actually take the, the, the Vidalcan Scout, the blue green. The Imperial Voyager? Yeah. I like that guy. I think I'm taking the caravan or maybe the rhino. The caravan's pretty good. And it also just lets you do, like you can build the, bad decks with this or the goofy decks you can get goofy with this you can do whatever you want i'd probably take the rare but if the rare wasn't there i'm with you cameron i would take the imperial voyager because just like that's that's free real estate that's energy hmm. right this is energy baby yeah you wanted as much energy as you could get in this format right that was that was yeah, the repeatable energy sources were very exciting to me yeah. personally exactly and speaking of things that are exciting to me personally, it's our last card, which was given to us, or our last pack. Was, this is a pack of Dissension. So this is original Ravnica block. Love Ravnica, my favorite plane. Um, this was given to us by Metalupus at PAX South 2019. Nice. I just got to get this open. So we discussed this. So Dissension came out in 2006. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what... It's uh, it what? is the third set in the original Ravnica City of Guilds block. And yeah. it had Simic, Simic, Azorius, and, and Rakdos. Rakdos. Ex- excellent. Also, if you open a Reign of Gore, I really need one. I will keep that in mind. Um, I how do you feel about a helium squirter? I love helium <laughs> squirter. Graft. Uh, yeah, this is a a zero zero for four to blue. <laughs> Beast mutant. Graft three. This creature comes into play with three plus one plus one counters on it. And whenever another creature comes into play, you may move a plus one plus one counter from this creature onto it. And for just one, target creature with a plus one plus one counter on it gains flying until end of turn. I mean, Ravnica it has very low powers and toughness on its creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, so a three three for five flyer is actually kind of at rate for contemporary blue cards. Yeah. Uh, so this is kind of no joke on Ravnica. No, this is a this is a big gross thing. I just want to chime in when you said that Cameron that uh, Ravnica has low power toughness creatures. I glanced over to the computer and right now I see three zero zero creatures on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Our next card. Now, this these are always like really good to pick up. Is a Simic Growth Chamber. Oh yeah. Just it's a bounce land. Mm-hmm. You get Simic mana. Excellent. You Every, know everybody likes these. Yep, they're really good. Like they're still like in just people's commander decks to mm-hmm. this day, right? Yep. Good card. Um, speaking of uh, fixing and ramping, Azoria Signet. Two, artifact, one, tap, add white blue to your mana pool. Wow. Mm. It's really weird looking back at these sets and just being like, yeah, signets are extremely powerful and are still just like, you know, you will take these in vintage cube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And then bounce lands, especially at common, ludicrously powerful. Mm-hmm. And then you have helium squirter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, it's like you have all this incredible mana. Yeah. And then you're using it to cast a one, two for three. Yeah. Or the worst rare you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> or or Heidi Klum's Halloween costume from this year. Oh. Simic Ragworm. <laughs> it kind of looks like it, honestly. This is a three, three for three and a green, so huge. And for one a single blue, you can untap Simic Ragworm. Infused with Autoshawn blood for size and Hellion cells for speed, the ragworm is perfect for clearing the undergardens of both rats and vagrants. Yo love, Simic Bioengineer. Cool ragworm. <laughs> I mean, also, I loved big. Heidi Klum's Halloween yeah. costume. I, I thought so it was good. awesome. Apparently, she like could not move her arms at all in that costume, but she was willing to commit to the bit. Mm, good. Good it for ma- her. It made me happy. I mean, if you know what, that's her holiday. Some people are like, you know, I need ten Christmas trees. She's like, I need a professional makeup artist to throw mm-hmm. to to get me into an abomination suit. <laughs> <laughs> Live your life, lady. Um, stealing stance is an instant for one white white creatures you control get plus one plus one until end of turn and forecast. For one, oh. mm-hmm. reveal mm-hmm. stealing stance from your hand. Target creature gets plus one plus one until end of turn. I want to play spells, but I want my hand size to remain large. Do you have a solution for me, Ravnica City of Guilds? Or Dissension? Dissension? Yes, yes we do. We do, but it happens to be the worst mechanic of all time. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that comment came at us like a wrecking ball. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which is our next card. Great card. That's a, it's a, a Rakdos card. It's two black, red, destroy, destroy target creature or land. Uh, instant Rakdos festivals almost leave enough rubble in their wake to hide the bodies. Nice bounce land. <laughs> shame. Be a shame if someone destroyed it. it. Destroyed it before you could replay the other. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oof. Um. Ooh. Another. It's like stone writing someone twice. Yeah. <laughs> another another card for Azorius Overrule to ooh. counter target spell unless its controller's controller pays X. You gain X life. With one commanding word, the spell was put down and a fine collected for its casting. See, this is how you can tell I love Ravnica because they mention fines in the flavor test. (laughs) Yeah, like you you can just get like this enormous ochre and be like, "Mm, I'm going to have to write you a ticket. And he's like, oh, God, I was really hoping to save money this month. Yeah. I'm going to have trouble making rent. Yeah. Like, well, you should have thought of that before he jaywalked. So the interesting thing about Ravnica as okay. a as a plane is that law, magic, and cooperation is woven into the very fabric of its formation, which is why you have this kind of like ridiculous bureaucracy. Mm. But it works. It works. It's funny. It's I think Ravnica is a very funny place. Mm-hmm. Especially with names like Gob Hobbler Rats. Oh yeah. Mm. Love these guys. Uh, they have Hellbent. Gob Hobbler Rats gets plus one plus O oh, and has black regenerate Gob Hobbler Rats as long as you have no cards in hand. Oh boy, conditional regenerate. Oh my oh, god. Love that. Two, oh, look two at for that. two and a black for a look black and a red. Look at that rat's face. <laughs> it's, that rat's got opinions. It's great. Mm. It's just like when your animal looks over at you and you're projecting this image of like them being disappointed uh-huh. in you. Yeah. Lizolda's pet rats eat better than the average citizen. In fact, they can usually be found eating the average citizen. <laughs> this is a funny place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there is a, if there is a plane that is closest to Discworld, it is Ravnica. Hmm. Delirium skeins. Mm. Two and a black for a sorcery. Each player discards three cards. 
What if none of us got to play Madden? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a bad... I mean, it gets turns on your hell bent. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, and I really like this art. Mm. Yes. But I see my previous remarks reading regarding the quality of this card and Ravnica being a funny place. <laughs> Sooty fog of madness. Good sentence. Yeah. Mm. Sporeback troll. A zero zero troll mutant for three <laughs> and a green, which is how you can tell it's good. Graph two, but uh, so you can move those counters around. And for one and a green, regenerate target creature with a plus one plus one counter on it. Overpaying for under for under costed bodies. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Regenerate's a real grimy mechanic. So like, and the hobgobler rat. I mean, in in the context of this set, maybe it's you know whatever, but like regeneration is just really annoying. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, playing against the modern versions of it that are like discard a card, give it indestructible, and tap it. You're like, wow, that's annoying. I can't kill it. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if they could just do this infinite times, given how much you know, or at least as many times as they have mana. Yeah, and you could block with it. Yeah, it's like oh, <laughs> gross. Um, Valor made real an instant for one white target creature can block any number of creatures this turn mm-hmm. uh, and so you play that then you regenerate it's great as my father taught as my father taught training will not will raise your shield to the blow but courage fills the gaps the shield leaves open fun uh, sentence white fog <laughs> aka holy day holy day yeah, yeah. <laughs> ooh uh, we have an uncommon land for our first uncommon. We have Rick's Mahdi Dungeon Palace, oh, yeah. which is uh, sort of like the in the Undercity where the where the um, uh, the uh, Rakdos hang out. Add one to your mana pool or one black red. Each player discards a card. Play this ability only any time you could play a sorcery. Even miles away, if you put your ear to the sewer vents, you can hear the screams and the tempestuous laughter. This is where Rakdos is imprisoned, right? Napping. Napping? Yeah. I feel like Rakdos isn't so much imprisoned so much as he is just like taking some me time. Yeah. yeah a bit hungover. Yeah. Super hungover, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, he'll come up for a performance, but then he's going to get drunk again. And he's like, you know, I like to think of him as a giant demonic Greg Davis from Taskmaster. <laughs> <laughs> you, entertain me. Mm, not good enough. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next. Oh, yeah. I got to turn my card sideways because our next card is Rise and Fall. Ooh, good one. So Rise is a blue and a black sorcery that says return target creature card in a graveyard and target creature card in play to their owner's hands. And Fall is a black and a red target. Player reveals two cards at random from his or her hand that discards each non-land card revealed this way. Yeah. I love these cards because of every player's complete inability to disguise when they have one. Yeah. yeah. Like. I think the only split card that you can get away without doing it is like Fire Ice. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Any other card, no. You gotta kind of just like, oh, 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 just stretching and. Yep. I love how I love how long that Wizards has been trying to make um, two cards on one card work. Mm-hmm. This was the first attempt, I believe. May I um actually? Oh yeah, please. Uh, invasion block. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's the original cycle of uh, split cards. Oh, I had oh. no idea. My Ravnica love blinded me. Slithering Shade, an 0-1 for one. Powerful. <laughs> Defender. Slithering Shade gets plus one plus and, until end of turn. But if you're hellbent, it, it doesn't have Defender. <laughs> I don't want to look at this anymore. Uh, oof. <laughs> and our rare, Wind Reaver, oh. is, a, is an oh. elemental. A 1-3 for five. Three <laughs> white, blue. Oh, but for okay. one blue, for one white, it gains vigilance. For one white, it gains plus O plus one until end of turn. But one blue, switch Wind Reaver's power and toughness until end of turn. And for another blue, return Wind Reaver to its owner's hand. Mm-hmm. Okay. In original Ravnica, did damage still it go did. on stack? Yeah, okay. damage still stacked. So you could swing in with this, swap its power and toughness, and then swap it back. 
in order to preserve it against damage. Yes. So yeah. it was like having one white mana plus one plus one. Yeah. That so on one hand, it it is better it was better than it looked in the sense that, you know, with damage stacking, it was easier to save or get in the damage and save it. Mm-hmm. Why not? Um, on the other hand, it was uh, bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm taking the Simic Growth Chamber. What are you guys taking? I'm taking the Simic Growth Chamber. Yeah. I'm taking the, the Simic Growth <laughs> yeah. Chamber and hoping for a good card in pack two. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> <laughs> James, do you have all of Dissension up? Can I see Vigian Hydropon? Oh, Vigian Hydropon. Is it yeah, Vigian Hydropon? Yeah, Vigian Hydropon. Mm-hmm. I love this card so much. Uh, one green blue for a zero zero plant mutant. Graft five. Vigian Hydropon can't attack or block. Um, and then it's flavor. <laughs> but it just holds a lot of counters. Yeah, it's flavor text is fruits of magic, roots, and science. We call this the hat rack. Yeah. <laughs> the whole yeah. yeah, you just come in, you're, you're leaving, you put the hat on. <laughs> so it's, uh, so Momir Vig was just making all the mutants and stuff like that and trying to do, he was up to shenanigans in the Ravnica storyline at this point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Made himself a hat rack. Made himself a big old hat rack. Yeah. Well, that honestly, does... that's kind of clever. Yeah. Yeah. But also, you can fight. You can use a fight spell with it. That's oh yeah, yeah, true. Or fling the hat rack. You'd f- you could throw a hat rack right at someone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we love log. Why yeah. Not hat rack. To, yeah. Why not yeah. love hat? Rack? I love the logs throughout Magic. They just come in. and They're just like, huh? I'm here. <laughs> not bothering anybody. Yeah. See, this is why Ravnik is the funniest plane. It's just like, what does this thing do? It's huge. But what does it do? It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> well, does it get huge at opponent? It's huge. Well, it exists. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it a marvel of science? <laughs> yeah. Aren't you impressed by it? It's a 5-5 five, five for 3. You try making something this big. Yeah. You never created anything in your life. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh well, I think that does just about does it for Tap Tap Concede uh, this week. Thank you so much, James, for pulling up all the cards for us. Cameron. Huh? Wheeler. Mm. <laughs> you for supporting our Patreon. Card Kingdom for sponsoring the show. Remember, Lure sent me button, please. Tell them how much you like us and how much you want them to keep sponsoring our show. Uh, you can get a free button that says, if I live, I have lethal. And that about does it. We'll see you next time on Tap Tap Concede. Bye, everybody. Bye.